welcome to Captivate and Close. I'm Kinsey Mackis, business consultant and marketing strategist, and I'm going to show you how to attract and enroll high-paying clients using my breakthrough online marketing strategies, all without having to rely on complicated funnels, disingenuous clickbait, or spammy sales tactics. These are the messaging, marketing, and selling secrets that virtually no one is talking about. So let's dive in. Hey, welcome back to another episode. It is so good to be here with you this morning or whatever time it is that you are tuning in. I'm coming in hot with a really fun and I think overdue episode around live launching and the stages and all the things. I have been doing a lot of brand discovery work for my company, which has been so fun. I have really not paused or stopped or just taken the time and space to evaluate the brand and where we're headed from a brand messaging perspective and haven't invested or haven't been ready to invest the time and money to really think about what the next iteration of my company looks like and that's what the focus is this year and we're starting that process and it has I've been investing in mentors and having a lot of behind the scenes discussions with the team and it's been really really incredible and eye-opening and one of the things for sure that we notice that you'll see right away from us is bringing more content and curriculum and coaching around launching. I don't know why (laughs) or uh, I don't know what has caused me to not talk about it as much as I do, but it really is the core method for which we produce those high, high, cash injections and although we will continue to create clients just through our organic content and organic content is the fundamental it's the foundational piece to the business those live launches really uh create a new layer they create an elevated layer and we want to teach more people how to do it and so this is that and I did have an episode a couple months back I'll link it up here in the show notes that talked about leverage marketing and this is really what it is that's more of sort of the concept of what live launching is it's a leveraged piece of marketing really if you think about it you're getting more out of the work that you put into your marketing it's like same input but bigger output and this is how I see live launching really work And so when we think about and unpack live launching, it's important obviously to understand like what it is. I know launching can mean so many different iterations of stuff and people use it differently. But in this context, live launching is really the method for opening doors to a program or bringing large awareness to a program through a vehicle of a launch event, whether that's masterclass, challenge, workshop. There's all sorts of different launch events, which we'll talk about here in a minute. But it's this process you go through in order to bring volumes of leads to you, give value, but then offer your program as a next steps, at which case we sort of close doors, right? In this context, This can apply to open 
enclosed type of programs, right? So meaning you are only opening the doors to your program during certain times of the year, but it can also work for evergreen, meaning you're always taking in clients into your program. Now, what I'm not really going to talk about here is how important it is to have the scalable offer on the back end or some sort of offer. This can work through, this can work for any type of offer. It can work for your private coaching offer. It can work for a course. It can work for a group coaching program. It can work for a mastermind. But if we think about bringing volumes of people in, you do have to have the infrastructure to be able to do that. And so having a system within your program, your service, in order not to put the client's results at risk is going to be really important. So that is not going to be discussed here. We have a full full uh, agenda here just with the five stages of live launching but just to give context around what live launching is and what we're talking about now to quote unquote launch something can mean just you're bringing something to the market that's new or bringing more awareness and so that is again is considered launching and you can bring a new offer to the market through this process but when I think about live launching again it's a start and a finish And there's a very specific process that I'm going to walk you through that has this operating like a high converting machine. So I hope that I cleared that up for you. What I want to really unpack here is the five stages to help you understand what this holistic journey looks like. When I teach my clients how to live launch, it's really important to know that I want it to really mirror your personality, your unique brilliance, and be specific to your niche. Sometimes I see people really create their launch method, whether that's a webinar or a challenge. They do it in sort of like this isolated fashion and or using a formulaic process, which I have the formulas for you. I have the process and there's elements of that that can be used to ensure you see those high conversions in your launch. But oftentimes people take it way too far to the extreme, which ultimately strips them of their unique brilliance within the launch event itself. And that is the force of magnetism that is actually going to get people to buy. So we want to blend the art and the science of live launching. The science is the process, the fundamentals, the the stages, which I'm going to address here. But the art is like how you're going to meet your people where you're at. The art is creating an experience. An art is really leaning into your people. And this is just a skill that you develop. And both the art and science of live launching are skills that you develop. You fine tune over time. We have generated at this time over $600,000 in our live launches through the development of both art and science. (laughs) With too much of one over the other, you're going to have sort of this ecosystem that is out of balance. And so it's really just leaning in. But when I map out the launch processes uh, for myself or with our clients, we're really thinking about a journey. And that's what I really want you to look at this. It's a journey, not sort of like compartmentalize around these are the slides I'm creating. This is the sequence. This is how I get conversions, et cetera, et cetera. I want you to like really zoom out and think about this as your potential client's journey. 
live launching may likely be the first entry point to your programs or services. It's the first experience that somebody's going to have with you. It's the first impression that somebody's going to have of you. And so it's really important to really consider how people are perceiving you and how they're perceiving this experience because it really is, your launch method is an extension of your brand. It's an extension of your message. It's an extension of your expertise. And so we want there to be alignment. So let's talk about the five stages of launching. Are you ready? The first stage is the groundwork. And I know even the word itself sounds so boring, but this is so important. The groundwork is really just assessing. Not just the launch process that you're going to use or that you're going to go through or how you're going to launch, but also your offer because you cannot have a winning launch without a winning offer. Now, whether you are reintroducing an offer, say you're opening doors again to an offer you already have, or you're introducing a new offer, it's really important to make sure that you have an offer that people will buy. Some of you may not know yet, and this is just an iteration of something that you're bringing to the market, but always, always, always go back to the data. Even with our offers now that we've had on the market for years, we are still fine-tuning. We're still looking at the data. We're looking at survey. We're looking at our audience. What are they wanting? What do they think they need? What is it that they believe is a solution for them? And we're constantly asking and evolving in alignment to the people that we want to serve. And that's another thing too, if we find that we're attracting the wrong clients, right? We have to figure out what part of the messaging is creating the disconnect to really hone in on the perfect clients that we want to bring into our programs and services. And so before you start even mapping out your launch strategy, first of all, you have to know what is the offer that I want to launch one offer at a time, okay? We're not going to be giving people options at the end of the event if you want this or that. We're not trying to give people a menu of services. What we want to really dial in is what is the one program, product, or service that I want to launch and really making sure that this is something that people want to buy. If you've never done a survey before or you've never done market research, this is obviously one of the first things you should do. And really, when I think about live launching, I really want you to be at a position where you have already sold your offer or you've gotten validation or you've tested it. There's proof. I didn't start live launching until I had really developed the skill to market and sell organically through my social media content. This is what we teach you in 10K. This is how our clients are growing to 10K months just through their organic content. You don't need live launches to have really amazing revenue generating months, right? Live launches are going to actually just elevate all of that. It's just going to amplify that for those high cash injections. But live launching an offer that hasn't been proven or tested is really challenging because live launches do require more of you, more time, more energy, more brain power, and sometimes more money, right? If you're running ads or you're having to hire for help, just things like that. And so really making sure that there's an offer here that you have tested in some way. People have said they're going to buy or people have paid for it and 
ideally they've gotten results. So a lot of times I see people trying to use a launch process, again, on an offer that hasn't been proven. And instead of focusing on just getting clients and getting results and building that social proof, they're spending way too much time tweaking their launch process, which keeps them broke. This is not what I want for you. And so that groundwork is really making sure you have a proven offer. You've sold it a couple times, maybe a handful of times at least. And your clients have gotten results. And so you can bring that social proof into your launch. Now, can this work for an offer you've never tested before? Again, it could. Absolutely. And I love launching and I think it creates such an an incredible experience for your audience. And so you can have fun with it if you desire to be creative and this is totally up your alley. But again, just really keeping your expectations at bay when you don't have a proven offer for a live launch strategy. Part of the groundwork is also planning ahead. So really looking at when is the launch event? When am I opening doors? Reverse engineering all these deadlines and really flushing out what that timeline looks like. A lot of times what I see people do is like, oh, I'll run a masterclass next week. Awesome. Okay, you've got a lot of work to do and a lot of momentum to build. But really having that groundwork and taking the time to efficiently look at your deadlines how much time do you actually need to prepare so you're not hustling through your launch which if you're like me I always way underestimate how much time something takes me and really giving yourself the space to create at your highest level so the groundwork is again really making sure you have a converting offer if you don't going back to the data testing it getting clients through it And then mapping out what your launch deadlines are and making sure that if you do have a team, everybody's on the same page. We have a a template that really looks at these are the deliverables of the launch. You guys, you have no idea sometimes how much goes into a really high effective, high efficient launch. It's all the, you know, the creatives, the design, the workbook, the whatever that looks like. But all these things really enhance this experience. And so making sure, again, you give yourself the space to really see those things through. Now, stage two is the post-launch runway. It's the runway. Just like a plane cannot get into the sky or off the ground without that momentum, your launch will not have legs without generating the buzz. So again, going back to this example, which I see so many of you do is like, I'm going to run a challenge in two weeks or I'm going to just have fun and do a masterclass. Again, if you want to have fun and be creative and do these experiences for your audience, great. But if it's sort of just off the cuff or ad hoc, you're not going to see the results, those high results, those high cash converting results that you would like to if you were to actually plan for it and create buzz for it. So when we think of the runway, what we're doing is actually creating the momentum and the buzz for the upcoming launch event, which is stage three. So we'll circle back to that. But stage two is the runway promoting and really generating the buzz for this upcoming launch event. I like to give at least two weeks for the runway. I don't think you need much more than that. Although there are fun, really creative strategies that we've used that our clients are using for wait list. So if you already have an offer that you're actually launching and you have had closed doors, but there's 
people can get on the wait list. You can have that as part of your overall launch strategy prior to the runway, right? So you already have a pocket of leads that are sort of just like hanging out waiting for the doors to open. But for this runway, which is two weeks, at least two weeks out from the launch event, you are just going all in and getting people excited and aware of this upcoming launch event. A lot of times people think that if I just talk about it once or twice, it'll be good, but no. I want you talking about it every day and you're finding creative ways to really bring your audience's attention to why they need to be at this launch event and why it's so important for them. It's just like selling an offer. Just because it's free and maybe you have a paid launch event or a free launch event, whichever, you still have to go all in and sell it as if it were a high-end paid program. And the more buzz, the better. So you're sharing it with your email list every day. You're talking about it in your content. You're really bringing the awareness to this launch event and creating that urgency. Generally, any more than two weeks out, you don't need to talk about it. We find that most of our signups to our launch events come, of course, like at least right at the first launch announcement. And then right before the launch event itself. And then we have a trickle in in between that. But we're never stopping to talk about it. And what happens is even for the people that signed up at the first announcement or even at the beginning, right, they're seeing all this content come through and they're seeing all the hype getting built. And so they're getting more excited. And so this is also creating that dual effect of just building the overall momentum in your audience for this incredible event. It's sort of like if you were to think about it as this big conference or this big summit, maybe it is. But if it's a masterclass or a challenge or whatever, I want you to imagine that it's a very curated experience that you want your audience to know that they're going to have major FOMO if they're not there. So that's the runway. And really giving yourself momentum and you're talking about all the time. Once or twice, three times or even four times is not enough. And it's going to sound redundant. It's going to sound repetitive to you. But this is actually when you learn a really, really fun skill around talking about the same thing, but differently. You're bringing different angles. You're telling different stories. You're really pushing yourself to bring life about this launch event through your content. Have fun with this process. Now, the third stage is the actual launch event. This is sort of the peak. If you think about like going up a mountain, we're really setting the groundwork. We're starting to really build momentum. And now we're at the peak with the launch event. The launch event is the most important in regards to really aligning your expertise, your niche, your brilliance with your audiences. Again, this is not about just throwing up some slides or running a random challenge. I want you to imagine that this is the only opportunity your potential clients will have to really get a taste of your coaching, your curriculum, and your community. Everything that you've curated for this launch event is basically going to tell people, oh, this is what it must be like in her paid programs, right? There has to be that connection, that alignment. If there's a disconnect between the experiences that you create in your launch event with the actual experiences you have in your paid programs, that is a problem. So I want you to treat this launch event 
like it is a paid experience that your people are coming into. We like to think of ours as white glove. Whatever that looks like for you, you need to decide and every launch event is going to be different. Now the launch event itself, again, can be anything from a masterclass, a workshop, whether that's a one day workshop, two days, three days, or a challenge style boot camp launch event. In-person events, a lot of people use in-person events as conversion events as a way to bring people in, right? And give value and serve them at the end or offer that invitation at the end. Whatever you decide, that's you and what's in alignment to your brand. If this is you just getting going with live launching, start with something that is simple. Simple, but also something that you gives you enough time to create that experience. For my clients that are a little bit more um, experienced, they know their clients really well, they have a proven offer, they have testimonials. If they have a niche that's very busy, then generally they're more inclined to put something out that's a little bit more condensed, whether that's a masterclass or a quick workshop. But if you want to create more of a longevity in your launch event, more of like a five-day challenge event workshop-ish is really, really great if you can hold the attention that entire time. Now, there's so many nuances within the different types of launch events that you decide. And I'm always like experiment, but obviously you want to consider what is your particular client most likely going to show up for? But also, where are you going to shine the most? And when we really give ourselves those answers to those questions, we can find some really great golden nuggets and start to develop an actual experience. Again, you'll notice that I'm calling this an experience (laughs) because I really want you to look at as soon as somebody opts into your challenge, your workshop, your masterclass, What does that experience look like? What is the first thing they see? And what is that journey going to be that you take them on all throughout the launch event? So even if it is a 60-minute or 90-minute masterclass, how can you elevate that experience so they can go deeper with you? You do have an advantage when you are spending more time with them over the course of, say, a five-day event. But you do have to make sure that you are able to hold the attention. Otherwise, right, we lose them after the first day anyway. So I'm not going to go into the pros and cons of every single event and which one you should choose, but you should by this point at least starting to get a feel for at least, you know, where you're at, what do you have capacity for, and also what is your potential client looking for. But the launch event is the peak, right? This is when people are going to be introduced to you. In some cases, they're just coming to know, like, and trust you, and you are serving them value. This is the experience where you are going to teach them something. When we package and position our launch events, it's like we package and position an offer. What is the promise? What is the tangible thing they're going to receive as a a result of attending this launch event. And we start to really frame the experience from there. Now, here's what I'll say about the launch event is most people want to over, over, over deliver in the form of over teaching. Remember, less is better. 
you do not need to push the whole enchilada in your in your launch event. And in fact, the more information you push, the more overwhelmed they'll be and the less likely they are going to be ready for your offer. Consider the launch event the time where they are receiving value from you, but also you're teeing them up for your offer. This is where the art and science really comes in. What I see happen is people are just like, I'm going to give them a bunch of information and they're going to love me so much that it'll be just a natural next step. That couldn't be further from the truth. The more information, right, it's telling them, oh, this is complicated, this is hard, this isn't for me. And also, when you think about informative content, it actually decreases the energy of the audience. When you're talking about transformational content, it's going to elevate the energy of the audience. We see this even in our mastermind experiences when we do in person, when we're sort of ebbing and flowing from more strategic workshopping to more of that lifting, empowering. The energy goes up and it goes down. Of course, there's a time and a place for both, but how can you marry them to make sure that you keep that energy high and the belief high? Not just the belief in your offer, but they need to believe in themselves. They need to believe that whatever you help them do, they can actually achieve. And so most of the launch content for this event, whether it's a workshop challenge or a masterclass, needs to be around their objections, their limitations. If you don't help them overcome their limitations, no matter what you give them in your launch event, they will not be ready for your offer. Now, again, I could do a whole other episode or its own episode on launch event, the stage three, and perhaps I will, but really leaving you enough here that's going to give you something to chew on as you start to design and implement your next launch strategy. When I did my very first launch, I generated a whopping $1,000. I did a masterclass, which I learned is actually my least favorite way of launching, but is also very, very effective. I have been able, eventually been able to take, you know, a very, very, very cold leads to very hot buyers in less than 90 minutes when I finally learned those principles of a high converting launch. And so masterclasses are great. We'll do these once in a while as a way to just like a quick, really quick power uh, training to bring people in. But I prefer a little bit more time with my clients. But anyway, going back to my very first launch, it was a masterclass. I I generated $1,000. But what I didn't know at the time is that just walking through this process of developing slides that's like, first you do the, you know, the three secrets to this and that, and then you do this. And um, what it was lacking was consistency in the message of where I wanted to take them. And also really helping them overcome their deepest, deepest fears and beliefs. But when I really started to understand these principles and bring my own art to the launches, whether they were masterclasses or challenges, and started to understand the psychology of sales and what you're really trying to do in these post-launch, or sorry, these launch events, that was when things started to really click. 
And so it's okay if your first time out of the gate isn't, you know, a home run. In fact, it took me a little bit of time to get up and rolling. But I don't think you can really understand how to put on a really great launch event until you've done it several times and see it done, right? This is why we're always like come to our launch events, experience them and see what they're like. But you really leaning into your audience and you really, really bringing your full power. So when we think about a launch event, again, it's a container where you give value, but then tee people up for your offer, which leads us into stage four, which is the offer invitation. Now, a lot of people would call this a pitch, right? It's the pitch. You could call it that. It's the close, whatever it is, but it's the transition from giving value to you sharing about your offer, which should be at this point a no-brainer next step if you really aligned your launch event with your offer. Now, what I find when people are quote-unquote pitching or talking about their offer is they try to do it really, really fast or they just mention it and be done, right? Or worse, they don't do it at all. But this is so important, my friends, and I know it it takes time to build that confidence in pitching and really, really sharing powerfully about your offer in that bold, directive way, but you will not build that confidence. That confidence will not come unless you just do it and you keep doing it. And I heard Alex Hermosi say this on a podcast um, probably a couple months ago. He shared about, obviously, his skill set really started in sales, and that's one of his like core strengths. And he talked about pitching and closing, and he said that he got really, really good at it. But then he went to an event that he got invited to that they said he could pitch his offer at the end, but he knew all the people in the audience. And so what he said was he felt really comfortable. And so he got comfortable or quote-unquote lazy in his pitch at this particular event because of all the people in the audience that he already knew and had a relationship with. And he said it tanked. He said nobody bought. And it was really this realization to him that when you pitch, you always pitch hard. And I know that sounds like super masculine, but it was something that really resonated with me because we had been consistently launching that I realized I was starting to get lazy in the pitch. But when you talk about your offer, I want you to go all in every time and you give it the time it deserves. You give it the space it deserves. That means if people aren't asking questions, you wait. I know it's sort of this really uncomfortable silence or this uncomfortable period of time where it's like, I don't want to be spammy. Oh, people are waiting for this. Yeah, people are waiting for it. And also you just serve them immense value in your launch event if you did it right, right? I don't want you to not serve any value there. That is a very, very high value experience. That's what we see it as. And it's a perfect time to segue. If people want bigger, better results, then it's a no-brainer next steps. And you get to share that with them. So whether you call it an invitation, a pitch, a close, the next steps, whatever, I want you to really hone this skill. When you know how to close people on the phone, on an event, on stage, oh my gosh, you will feel unstoppable. I will never forget the first time that I did a pitch in person, 
At my very first in-person event locally here, I was a clamoring mess. I actually asked my husband if he would come for the latter part of the day because I was so nervous the night before. I couldn't even fathom this concept of pitching in front of a room full of people like within a couple of months of really starting my coaching business. But of course, you know me, I'm always taking those big risks and going all in. And I was, I I don't even know, I don't even remember what I said. And guess what? Nobody bought. (laughs) Nobody bought. But that was okay. I learned so much from that experience. And it was sort of this proof of like, I can freaking do hard things. And so I went around, I turned around, I did our next live launch and I crushed it because it was sort of like, if I can pitch in person with a room full of people that don't really know me, and still feel funny and excited and awkward about it and survive, I can do anything. And I want you to consider that too. So this stage four is the offer invitation. And it's something that, again, I don't want you to pull away from. I don't want you to soften. It's a bold, directive ask. This is next steps, right? And this is when you get to unpack your offer and show people how you can help them. Now, last stage, the post launch. This is really, really fun and exciting because if you do this well, this is when you start to see things really trickle in. Now, what we see is probably, I don't know, 20 to 30%. We have all sorts of different statistics and generally around that number, 20, 30% buy on the first day. So this is going to vary depending on what type of launch event you have. But the post-launch is the time period between when you've offered them the invitation and how long they have to make a decision. This is where live launching works so well because it's a condensed period of time. It's saying that doors are closing or you may not have to close doors if you don't want to, but it's sort of like something is going away. I think doors close work the best, but we've experimented with some sort of bonus that's extending and it ends at you know uh, the fourth day. We have found four days seems to be the sweet spot for us. I've done open cart for, for seven days, I think up to 10 days, which felt so long. Oh my gosh. And we've done them as short as 24 hours. I really find the sweet spot is four days. So basically you have, you know, your pitch, your offer invitation, and then you give people a certain amount of time to make a final decision. In this instance, let's say it's doors close in four days, right? And so those four days, you are running um, emails, right? You're having conversations with people. You're really moving them from the fence to a yes or a no, right? We love people to say no. But this post-launch experience is going to vary for everybody. We've gotten to the point where we don't need to do a ton other than some amazing emails. And what we see, buyers trickle in. So we have 20, 30% of buyers come in right that first day. So right after the pitch. But then we see over 50% of buyers come in at the last day. So that day four, right before doors close. This is why it's so important. It is not over. It is not over until the fat lady sings, okay? Just because you just pitched, right? People aren't just going to flood in. They still have questions. They're still second guessing themselves or you or the offer. And so making sure you are fully addressing questions, concerns. You have, you know, emails going. You have, maybe your team is in the DMs with people. Maybe you are. This has evolved for me and my company, but you need to make 
make sure that you meet yourself where you are and you meet yourself where your potential clients are. And you go all in during this last part of the process. What I find now that we're kind of like peaking down, right? We had the launch event, which is the pink, and now things are starting to wind down, but this is the potency. And unfortunately, people see that sort of downward trend or the downward sort of, okay, I'm, I'm coming down the hill a little bit. And so they just kind of like lax. It's just kind of like, I'm just going to wait. I'm done. I'm tired, right? If it were meant to be, it would have happened. And then the whole thing flops. And so it's really, really important that you go strong here. And this is why it's really, really helpful to have these things built before you launch because we want to protect your energy and your feelings during that launch. So if you're feeling discouraged during launch event or you're seeing those numbers not really come in and you still have to create a post-launch email sequence or have conversations with people, that's going to be a problem. (laughs) So A, of course, I want you managing your mind and your thoughts and your feelings during the whole process so that you can keep your energy high, but also have things done ahead of time so you don't even have to worry about it and you can really produce and create at your highest level. Okay, Five stages of launching. Just to recap, we have the groundwork, really setting the foundation, making sure you have an offer that people will buy, and planning. Stage two, we have the runway. This is when you're building momentum and buzz and awareness around your upcoming launch event, which is stage three. Stage three is your launch event, whether you choose a workshop, a masterclass, and sometimes even an email sequence. We didn't even get into that. That's a super basic way of quote unquote launching, take people through an experience via email. Um, but it could be a workshop, event, whatever that is, you are, this is when you're demonstrating your expertise, you're giving value and team people up for your offer, which is stage four, your offer invitation. You're going all in, all in on your invitation to, for people to come have bigger, deeper transformations with you. And then lastly, stage five is that post launch wrap up where you are coming in strong and you are really, really seeing those conversions come through. So I hope this was helpful for you. We have some resources in the show notes for you to come in and really experience this yourself if you want help designing, mapping out, and really executing an incredible launch experience for your audience because again your launch method is an extension of your brand and it says so much about you as a coach and an expert and this is what we help you do so i hope you enjoyed this as much as i did i will see you next time hey you thank you so much for listening It's an honor to be able to pour into the hearts and minds of like-minded entrepreneurs all over the world. But my most favorite part is being able to connect with you in real life. If you loved what you heard here, head over to the community where thousands of female CEOs just like you are changing the world one human at a time. We go deeper into the topics we discuss here and give away tangible roadmaps to help you crush your revenue goals. To join this high caliber free community, head over to kinseymackis.com forward slash community. See you there.